Hey there, and welcome to Twist Out Cancer's Brushes with Cancer Spotlights. I'm Lindsay, and today we are talking with Teresa Bond and their inspiration, Anita Tulsiani, who are participating in the 2023 Brushes with Cancer Chicago program, which includes participants from 14 states and six countries. We'll talk about their involvement with Twist Out Cancer, how they became participants in the Brushes with Cancer program, how their connection unfolded and developed, and what they continue carrying with them from their experience together. Hello. Hi, I'm Teresa Bond. I'm an artist in Austin, Texas. And for this project, I'm working with acrylic on canvas. Amazing. And Anita? Hi, I'm Anita Tulsiani. I am here in Austin, Texas. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in December of 2020. My stages were estrogen and her positive and glad to be on the other side of this. Amazing. Okay. So Anita, can you tell me just a little bit of what brought you to Twist Out Cancer and the Brushes with Cancer program? Yeah. So a friend of mine, her name is Kim Cass, and I, I think she's actually part of the board or at least of our local chapter. And Kim Cass had gone through cancer about two years prior to mine. And so when I was diagnosed, it was during the pandemic and she kind of came to the rescue, walked me through, we did a Zoom call and she really kind of broke it down for me in a way that I could understand from somebody who had gone through the the same process or a similar process. And she stayed really close to me. And as I was coming through that journey, told me about brushes with cancer. And I was able to go, she invited me and some friends out to a COVID friendly celebration out in the hill country. And I just loved what I saw. And I loved seeing her inspiration, artistry and I was excited to be part of it. And I think a lot of people were. And so I I unfortunately missed that first opportunity to get in. But as soon as there was availability, I I definitely knew I had to sign up. Yeah. All right. And Teresa, how did you come to be involved with Twist Out Cancer and specifically Brushes with Cancer? As an artist, I've exhibited at the YMCA at Town Lake and Amber Weber who was the gallery coordinator there, reached out to me and asked if I would participate in Brushes with Cancer. And Anita is actually my fourth match. And she is the first person I've actually met in person because the first two were during COVID and I wasn't able to meet my matches. And then my third person lives in the Chicago area. So we just met through Zoom but they've all been really rewarding experiences. Amazing. Okay. So I know that you're both in the Austin area, which is very cool, like you said, to be able to connect uh, in person. So tell me what you were thinking before that first meeting. And Anita, maybe start with what you were nervous about sharing about your experience or maybe expectations that you might have had about what this was going to be like based on what you knew already? Yeah, I I guess I probably had no expectation of where the location was going to be, whether it was going to be on Zoom or um, in person. And so it was really an amazing surprise. Like when I got the note from Teresa that she was in Austin and, and she suggested, you know, let's meet up. 
and we both live in, you know, relatively the same part of town. And so we, we decided to do it in person. Why not? And so it was exciting. Like, I don't, I, I'm not exposed to a lot of art, which is also what drew me in. And so to get to meet an artist in person was like extra, extra special. Yeah. And Teresa, you had already kind of done this several times, but being that it was the first time you would have the opportunity to meet in person, did that change your anticipation at all or the way that you were thinking about approaching this first meeting? Well, I was very excited to meet an inspiration in person. So I was quite excited about that. And I took the same approach that I had from the previous matches with questions and gathering information to use as uh, components of what I would include in the finished piece. But it's it was great to see Anita up close and personal because that helped mm-hmm. me find what her passions were. And, and, you know, sometimes when you're speaking over Zoom or over the telephone, you can't see the people's body's language to grasp what's important to them. So it was, I had no um, hesitancy about the first meeting. Amazing. Okay, so Anita, you mentioned that you are on the other side of this cancer journey at this point. So what were the things that maybe you were nervous to talk about or the things that maybe you were excited to talk about from this different vantage point? I think I was pretty neutral, but I think I'm not sure that I represent like the actual typical breast cancer person in person because somehow I was able to, you know, despite the chemo and the surgery and the radiation really pull through it. And there was also some like new like technologies. I got to wear like a cooling cap. And so I think I was like just excited to represent a person who who didn't look like the average cancer patient and, and to show like you can still thrive and work out and continue to have um, a positive outlook on life. So I, I think I kind of went in neutral and most people during the cancer period, I mean, they knew I was going through it, but they didn't see me as that. So I was, it was probably, I, I'd be curious to see what Teresa thought on the other side of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Teresa, what did you think hearing this sort of, like like Anita was saying, and not a typical reaction to this cancer journey? Well, I'm very grateful that Anita has come through the other side because my own mother had colon cancer and we lost her to that after six years. So seeing somebody go through recovery, I just really grateful to modern medicine and the cancer research and all the advancement and treatment. So, and since she has two young daughters, I'm just grateful to her medical team for helping her through that journey. Yeah. Well, Teresa, hearing that you had a mother who was facing colon cancer and that you've also spoken with three other inspirations, what has been sort of the enlightenment or the difference between those other four experiences and with this collaboration that you've had with Anita and learning about her journey? Well, I think Anita's had a more positive experience. My first match, Joanne, who also lives here in the Austin area, 
I reached out to her a few times after uh, the end of our program, and I haven't heard back, and she was extremely ill. So I'm not quite sure how that has turned out for her. And my second match, Barbara, lived in, lives in San Antonio, and I know that she's made a recovery, and she's gone past the treatment. And Megan, who lives in the Chicago area, is still going through treatment. So it's I've gotten all the whole spectrum, the whole gamut of people and their cancer journey. So mm-hmm. I'm just really thankful that Anita's had a positive outcome because uh, there's just so many variants in people's mm-hmm. treatment and, and diagnosis. So I'm just quite yeah. quite happy to see Anita to go forward with her life, with her children and her family in a positive way. Yeah. Okay. Anita, I want to know a little bit more about your particular journey. If you could tell me, you said you were able to sort of maintain a positivity and like a belief and trust in sort of the advancements that have been made, especially in dealing with your type of cancer. So tell me how you sort of found out and how you told your family. And I don't know, your your children sound young if you even told them. Yeah. So my my journey started, ironically, like I think it required a place for me to have left a job that I've been at for about eight years. And, and I say that because I think I had the mental space to actually be thinking about recognizing that there was something wrong and actually proceeding to get it checked out and looked into. And so I had that mental space and, you know, I felt something. So it was in the COVID era, which meant, you know, extra precautions and getting in for these kinds of services were just a little different than it is today. And so I found this thing in December, 2020, went in and like, I couldn't believe it. Like on one hand, my mom actually had breast cancer as well at a very early age at 47. Um, So on one hand, I couldn't believe it. But on the other hand, I could believe it. I I was living like a very stressful career, a stressful career, stressful job, stressful time with COVID and young children. And so this diagnosis was a surprise, but maybe not so much of a surprise. And so, you know, I went and got the diagnosis and my primary care doctor was like just such a champion. And she was immediately, the person was like, you need to try this new cooling cap that will help you preserve your hair. She chased down the pathology report like no other. I I haven't really seen doctors like do that. You know, it's hard to sometimes even reach your doctor, but she, this doctor and her nurse practitioner were like doing whatever they could to get the information because it was really essentially that I had been diagnosed, but like the details of that pathology report were not yet available. So I really couldn't identify what my path to you know recovery would look like. And so she went and chased that down. And then meanwhile, I had been, I just started like going to personal training and, and really trying to put fitness into my life. And so this personal trainer he was also determined to ensure that I would come out on the other side healthy. And he was like, we're, we have to work out two days a week and we're going to push you really hard. And I, I couldn't even believe it, but I was like, okay, I, I mean, I'm just going to kind of do what he says from a fitness perspective and went on the ride. And I think that I attribute these people in my life really just forcing a very strong opinion about health and wellness and injecting that into me to really my overall recovery. Um, and I would go to the therapy room and I would see, you know, all kinds of folks. I would see young people. I would see old people. I would see children. 
And I, I was just grateful that I had a great family, a great support system helping me push through this. And so, yeah, I, that's kind of a little bit about my journey. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So I'm wondering if through this process of creating this art piece together, if either of you learned something that you didn't expect to learn either about what it means to face cancer and to be able to say that you are a survivor or what it means to work together with someone in collaboration or both. <laughs> well, as an artist, I gathered so much information from Anita through our in-person meetings and through emails where she answered uh, questions for me. There's so much good information and good images, but I had to reduce it to a limited number. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to capture everything on Canvas. So again, it was just, it was great meeting in person to kind of gather what images I should and could use for the painting. Yeah. What were some of the images or stories or motifs that you ended up drawing from? Well, if I say that, Anita hasn't seen her work. <laughs> I think it's going to be a surprise. I will tell you that I, when I met with Anita, and I don't know how Anita feels about Matisse, but I was somehow Matisse's work was the style that I thought would be best to try to emulate or duplicate in my work. So that's been a little bit of a challenge, but I he uses really bright colors and his imagery is fun and lively. And that's what I thought of when I think about Anita. Oh, well, Anita, hearing this, how do you feel about Matisse? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I think I had a train, the train station. I think it's Matisse. Nice. Yeah. So I love that actually is really in, in my genre. That's Good. great. So uh, Teresa, you were saying that Anita has not seen the piece yet. No. Do you two have a plan for when or how to present the piece to Anita so she can see the outcome? We haven't yet. I, I hate to tell you, Anita, uh, Monet did the train station. Oh, oh, I know. I was just Googling it up and I was like, dang it. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, I was just Googling it up. Yes, I'm excited to see Henry Matisse now that I'm looking that up. Like that definitely is going to be something so awesome. Like he did like a lot of the paper cutout styles, right? Yeah. And a lot of yeah. florals as well. Well, he, he uh, I'll just throw this in, but he was a painter. And when he started losing his eyesight and his use of his hands, that's when he switched from painting to making uh, the collage, the cutouts. So. Oh, oh that's so cool. That's so interesting. It seems very appropriate for someone who has gone through a big transition in life to yeah. Yeah. have some artist who has gone through a big transition in their life be the inspiration for their piece. That's great. Now, I also want to know, Anita, we didn't really get to how you and your family sort of moved through this cancer journey yes. together. Yep. Yeah. So I had young children, as Teresa had mentioned. Currently, there are 12 and eight. So I guess they were like nine and five or six. And we told them because we didn't want to like hide 
this important kind of element of life that people are going through and that their mom would be like a little bit probably slower and not as available or not as, you know, forward facing that as I had been. And so we ended up telling them one of those kind of the sad pieces that I know that sticks out with my daughter, um, my younger one, is that the only surgery date that was available that kind of like worked schedule wise was on her birthday. And to this day, she still kind of says, you know, why did you have to do that surgery on my birthday? Which is really like so sad, but it's also like a present. You can kind of view it like in a positive way that it's like a present and that you're continue to have the gift of life, you know, on the other side of that. So yeah, I think telling them was the right thing to do. There's a service organization also, I forgot the name of it, but they help on like how you tell the children and their piece of feedback was to just tell the children, you know, like hiding it creates more worry than just telling them that, you know, mommy's not doing as well. And so we chose to tell them and they handled it really well and doing well on the other side of it as well. Yeah. 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 I think eventually she'll probably change her relationship to that idea that the date is kind of sullied and more that the date is a highlight for both of you. New, a birthday for both of you in a way. Yes. Well, I'm wondering what you could say to someone who might be considering participating in this program what they could get out of it that they won't even expect when they might first set out to participate in sharing their story in this way or helping someone highlight their journey in this way as an artist or an inspiration? I would say as an inspiration, like you're, you know, when you go through something like this, you're like all in trying to battle it and get through it but there are other people and they, they see you differently. Like, and you might not ever get that chance to see how other people see you. And so um, when I say see you, see you like in our case in person, or even if it's a zoom, but then how that translates onto art. I think that was the part that excited me the absolute most is to, I feel like I try to lead with positivity so that my kids and my family and those that I'm around end up being inspirational but to actually be an inspiration is something so incredible and unique. And I can't wait to see, you know, what that looks like in, in the translation of art. Yeah. And Teresa, what about you? Having done it multiple times, obviously you consider it to be a worthwhile endeavor. I do. I, I think everyone is touched by cancer. Everyone has a loved one that has had cancer or that is going through cancer and is an artist, I think it's a way to give back to the community, to someone who's having that journey. I'm hoping that Anita likes my work and I hope that it complements what she's going through. And my previous inspirations were really so, they really enjoyed and were touched by their, the artwork that they all ended up with their artwork and I it's just something that I think any artist should consider doing because of the impact it makes on that one person's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I have enjoyed talking to both of you. And is there anything else you want to say before we head out? I've loved um, getting to know you, Teresa, and I can't wait to hang your art in my house and just 
continue to be part of this amazing community that has been built. Oh, and Anita, I we will have to make a date for you to for me to show you the work before it heads off to Chicago. I can't wait. Yeah.